0: The power of praise can do and i want to encourage you to practice praise to practice praise i say pastor why eh, because life can be complex at times and sometimes you will find yourself in a, in a pickle and uh, you may not know what to do and so i share with you from god's words and i share with you the things that uh, we have practiced in my home I have practiced personally and I still practice personally. The things I the I have received um numerous testimonies just on the back of just praising God. And so this is one this is one area I want you to excel at. I want praising God to become a second nature to you. When we say we are born again and spirit-filled there is um it means that we have a way of life. So if you, if you do not have a practice, then you have a religion. But when you have a practice, it becomes, it becomes a way of life. So we want you, my desire for you is to practice Christianity. To be a practicing Christian, not just a labeled Christian. I want you to be a practicing follower of Jesus. I want you to be a practicing follower of the Bible, of the word of God that you receive by t- instructions and by revelation all right so be a be, be a practitioner of scriptures okay that is our first and foremost priority as christians if you are not practicing then all you have is just number 1 all you have is just religion number 2 you may not know how to apply your faith to you may not know how you may have the information but you may not have the you may, you may not have the relevance But when you receive the information and the information turns into revelation, then that revelation can can be applied, right? Applied revelation is relevance. Does that make sense? So what what do I mean by relevance? You are going through life, and you hit a turbulence. Then instantly, you know what to do. You're going through life. You hit a crisis point, right? When I fly, one of the things I I dislike the most is what they call CAT. CAT means clear air turbulence. That means that the aircraft is going through this vibration. You look around, look out of the window, there is no cloud. For me, I think that is demonic. (laughs) (laughs) I hate CAT. (laughs) So clear air turbulence, it means that we are experiencing certain things. We are experiencing a shaking. But we do not have anything visible to tie um, it to. Taito, if you see what I mean, to account for the shaking. So it's called clear air turbulence. At some point in time, as you grow through life, every now and then you may experience a cut. What do you do? What do you do? Now, as a practicing Christian, you should know what to do at all times. Because you are in control. You should be in control of your life. And that's what our faith offers us. That is why we challenge you that now that you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you should should do what you need to do to grow every day. It is an investment of time. And I tell you, after three decades of practicing as a disciple of Jesus, I can tell you that at this age, I'm telling you that... It is worth every single effort. So, in this month of praise, I want to challenge you to learn to grow your faith and learn to praise God. What is praise? Praise means to commend. Praise means to applaud. Praise means to magnify. It is what we do as Christians. Sometimes I I see young people in faith. I ask them, why are you not in church and they, some of them we say, some you know uh, just from history Some say, oh i wasn't in church to worship god because because i'm um, i'm not feeling good i'm not feeling well i'm unwell okay or some would say well um I, i'm not in a common one um i'm not in a very happy place right now okay but where should you be when you're not in a happy place or, you know what yeah i'm dealing with this issue, so I want to just deal with this issue first before coming to the house of God. Now that is wrong theology. your solution your solution is in what you hear and what you expose your spirit mantle so when i'm when I am not feeling well, right most of the time <laughs> yeah. I come to expose my spirit to praise, to worship, and the fellowship of my brothers and my sisters. When I'm concerned or disturbed about any particular matter, I come to the house of God to expose my spirit to his word. Because the Bible says that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Now, these are the things that you must understand, you must believe and receive as a practicing Christian or as a practicing follower or or of a disciple of Jesus. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God, period. The word that you hear, the word that you expose your spirit man to is God to you. When you are confused, that's not the time. Now, the devil knows this. And so the devil, develop, the devil would do everything to keep you out of fellowship, to keep you out of exposing your spirit man. Because the enemy knows that when your spirit man is strengthened, God can speak to you, God can direct you, God can lead you. Because the Bible says, "He leads me beside still waters." So when you're unhappy, you say, "Well, oh, why don't want to come into church today because oh, all those people—they are always so happy. They look like they're on drugs, you know. You just come everybody just smiling." but I don't feel like smiling. Hey, don't smile. Just come anyway. Right? And smile. Don't, you don't have to smile, but just stay in his presence. Allow, allow you, know, you know what? Sometimes someone will just say, hello, how are you? Give you a hug, pray for you. Maybe that's all you need. But whatever you do, you never allow yourself to be pulled out of fellowship because staying in fellowship is the key your solution there are several times in my journeys of faith that i i just didn't feel like going to church shocking and i would tell myself ah no you devil you can't you can't isolate me you cannot isolate me i am going anyway and I will go in faith. And I will go in joy. And I, do you know how many times back in the day I will come into a church and I have no money to feed my family? Someone would say, Oh, well, oh, I don't feel like it right now. I have too many issues. Well, yes. Issues are issues. Life is life. Now, the fact that I have issues does not mean that I should, I should deny myself the opportunity of divine intervention. No. No. So, Praise is important. Praise means to commend, to applaud, to magnify. Never forsake the assembly of the brothers all together, Hebrews 10.25. Your church culture, very important. When we praise God, we humble ourselves and take focus away from our challenges and put the focus on God. When we praise God. When we praise, when we praise God. Staring at your problem is idol worshiping meditating on your challenges is idol-worshipping. Because meditating on your challenges does not solve the problem. It doesn't solve it. So I'm believing God for a job, right? And I've been waiting on the Lord for a job for a long time. But it's not coming through. So I have two options. Either to keep thinking about my inability to get a job or to come to his presence and be lifted up in my spirit. But do you know that right in his presence a word of knowledge can come or write in. You know what, I went into church one day and after praising God on my way out I ran into a brother and I asked him, we're, we're chatting what, what do you do? He told me, do you know from that conversation came out an idea that became a solution to both of us. God can take care of you. God can take care of you. And so you need to make the investment of time and effort to serve God with all your heart on this journey of faith. Praising God is our way of life. We may not have answers to so many things, but praising God is our way of life. He, Psalm, 100, Psalm 100 says, Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that So this scripture gives us a practice, an exposition of what we need to do as disciples of Christ. It's a shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. With gladness. Worship the Lord with praise. Worship the Lord with a heart of joy. I may not have the answers to my problems, but I need to worship the Lord with a heart of joy so that God can intervene in my challenges. Amen. It is he who made us and we are his where his people, the sheep of his pasture, he says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his court with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. You know, it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Sometimes you think that his gates is in a 10 Road. That's not true. Tank Road is a warehouse. Do you understand? But where His presence is, where God is, is God's abode. And God is here with us right now. When you live here and you are in your car, God is there with you. When you are at home with your children and they are stressing you out, God is there with you. On the tube, in the train tomorrow, God is there with you. So he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Do you understand? Do you understand? Wherever we move to as a body, right? He's there. God is not tied to this location. God is with you. His name is Emmanuel. God with us. At home, he's there. And he says, he says, enter his gates with, with what? With thanksgiving. And his courts with praise. So where is the court of God? Show me the postcode. But my Bible tells me that, that where two or three of you are what? Gathered together. Where two or three of you are gathered together. So in that family cluster, that family unit, God is with you. You're making a meal to take care of those kids who are always hungry around the clock. God is with you. And so he says, bring sacrifice of praise. So, it means that you should perpetually and constantly live in an atmosphere or climate of praise and a joyful heart. Do you understand? And this you must practice and you start practicing from today. So, three reasons why we need to praise God. Number one, Psalm 18 verse 3. I want us to read this together. Psalm eighteen, verse three. Okay, one, two, go. No, I mean like like you had breakfast before you came, you know, like you know that kind of yeah. One, two, go. Uh huh. Oh, one more time. Yeah. Uh huh. That works for me. That works for me. I call to the Lord, who is what? So that means that before I called, I have been praising him. Listen, you got a problem? You got a problem. So, ruminating, meditating about that problem doesn't solve it. We say, so I call to the Lord, who is worthy of praise, and I am saved from my stress. That's your practice. That's your practice. If you cannot do anything about it, you cannot do anything about it. Now that you cannot do anything about it, then hand it over to God who can do something about it. Live in an atmosphere of praise. I try everything humanly possible never to find myself living in an atmosphere of complaint and anger. No. No. Don't fall for the trap. If you can do something about it, do something about it. If you cannot do anything about it, then go and praise God. Manage your emotions. If you can solve it, solve it. If you cannot solve it, then be quiet and go praise God. Telling towards people about you cannot solve it. Now, if, I, if you can help me, then I will talk about it. Hey, sis, can I have a fiver? Because you look like you can have a fiver. Yeah, true or false. I ask you, can I have a fiver? But if you look like you cannot solve my problem, then what is the problem? How many of you spend time talking to people who cannot help you? What is the point? You waste time analyzing your situation to someone who has no clue who is now staring at you and half of the time is not even listening because she is talking about her problem as well. Now, if you are talking to someone who has the potential of helping you, then I say that is a worthwhile investment. True or false? Aha. Now, you have never presented to me any testimony that you have helped anybody in your entire life. For example, you have never told me, Oh, yeah, I run into Joe Blocks and uh, he, needed, he needed 500 pounds, so I gave him 500 pounds. Oh, oh yeah, oh, you know, oh, I, really have, I just had to help her. Um, uh, uh, brother Eddie out because um, uh, he needed to uh, take off his mortgage this morning. He was just well behind, so I gave him 2,000 pounds. I've never had that kind of testimony from you before. Then what am I doing sitting down and say, ah, okay, uh, you know, ah, ah, the interest rate has gone up. Ah, oh, uh, and the kids are looking like, like yeah, interested, interested. Well, welcome to England. <laughs> Don't waste time with people who cannot solve your problem. Spend that time and energy. By the time you have spent time talking to people to uh, solve your problem, you then drop on your knees to pray, you fall asleep. <laughs> You're tired. You're sleeping. Number two. <laughs> Psalm 150, verse 6. So we, we worship God because he's worthy of our praise. Psalm 150, verse 6. Very quickly. Okay. I've got two more minutes and I'm out of here. All right. I'm born again now, by the way. I don't overrun services anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is where you clap. You didn't clap. <laughs> <laughs> Sister Kate, you are staying for thought service. <laughs> All right, Psalm so 150, verse 6. One, two, go. That's why I'm, Now that's not that's not motivating me right now, the way you are. That's why we are going to run this right now. Let us go. One, go. One, two, go. So you want to go eh? You want to go. Okay, go now, go. <laughs> All right? One more time, let's go. Let has breath. breath. The Lord. So what is the problem uh, exactly? Not praise the Lord sometimes. Not praise the Lord in church. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Have you got breath? What is it for? Exactly. What's the problem? Now, these are you must learn to practice scriptures. This is where the power is. You must learn to, listen, the supernatural is already inside you. But you need to release it through your practice. Your belief system releases God in you. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Listen very carefully. If you do not have the answer to that problem, keep quiet and praise the Lord. Seek wisdom. Seek counsel. But don't waste your time. Crying over what you cannot change. Praise the Lord. It has served me this many years. Lastly, Psalm 22 verse 3. We'll read together and then we'll close. Right? Psalm 22 verse 3. Alright. One, two, go. Uh Uh-huh. 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 One more time. Uh-huh. Exactly. One transition, one translation says God inhabits the praises of his people. God dwells in your praise. So practice. Practice. Now, it is always difficult to practice. So sometimes because you're used to this bad habit of whinging, whining, complaining, and then hanging out with people who cannot help you, then discipline yourself. Find someone to hold you accountable. When you are tempted to go to start talking about what you cannot solve, then asked to hold you accountable. I said, I'm going to praise him. He says, God inhabits the praise of his people, so God dwells in your praise. And wherever God is, there's power. Wherever God is, there's power. Wherever God is, there's wisdom. Wherever God is, there's direction. Wherever God is, there's guidance. So, spend time praising him because he dwells in it. Now, these things do not make sense. It doesn't sound logical. It's not logical. It's not academics. But it is faith. Well, that's why you are saved. It doesn't make sense. And there are instances in the Bible where people have done things that did not make sense and they became victorious. So practice. Practice. This is a spiritual weapon. So grow in faith and practice. Right of times we pray.